The day I decided to become radically responsible for myself and the results in my life was when I turned my obstacles into opportunities. I'm here to help other ambitious entrepreneurs create a relentless mindset, a resilient faith, so that you can harness the power within your own journey and realize your potential in your life and your business. I'm your host and no fluff coach, Nisha. Welcome to the show. My level of self-awareness is such that I'm able to see how my high-capacity stress story aids in my breakdowns and burnouts. Challenge seduces me. It activates me. And I don't mean challenge like being uh, argumenting in, you know, in that way. I mean, I'm attracted to the potential to disrupt any doubts about my limitations you know, especially as it relates to supporting someone else. When I think that I've done all that I could do for myself and yet someone taps me on the shoulder, reaches out and say they have a need that activates me to see if I can actually hold space for someone else, even though I am struggling. And because this exists, I became a willing participant in my own overload time and time again. And one of the ways that I realized I participated in that is the the narrative that I had, the belief I had about what it meant to support beyond well-intended people, people you love, who you're responsible for, but to support them in a time of need when you actually need to prioritize yourself the story you tell yourself that leads there. My stories were often like, if I don't help them, who will? Or God gave me a high threshold for stress to handle more weight. That's that's really the one right there. I would convince myself that saying no was the equivalent of abandoning the people I love. Now, I could couldn't easily identify when I was operating at this high capacity stress overload until I was on the other side of it. And the other side of it meant in a breakdown, right? I don't shy away from being a strong woman. I used to pray it away. I used to pray so many things about who I am today away. But I thank God for allowing me the capacity and the mental and spiritual resilience to hold space for so many other people in their highest and lowest, you know, not, I, I believe in not just being available and accessible to people you love when they're struggling, but celebrating them, even if you were not winning, you know, but back then <laughs> I was indiscriminate. I had no qualifying measures in place to determine the who, what, where, when, and why someone would get access to me when I was at that point of my capacity for myself. Now, after experiencing my own overloads and breakdowns, I have knowledge. And the knowledge is that it has afforded me to operate from this place that I'm going to share with you in a moment. And that's an understanding that high capacity doesn't mean an unlimited capacity, right? High capacity doesn't mean I have an unlimited capacity. And I had to learn to explain that No means that I want to give you all the energy and focus that you're requesting and in need of right now, but there is something demanding more of me at this time. 
And I know for some people that may not sound like a stretch, but if you're someone who is often the go-to, the shoulder, the ear, you're the one that people are leaking on, the crutch, right? And a part of your identity aligns with that. It's a challenge to say no. It's a challenge to start to recognize that story, that high capacity stress story that you tell yourself. And if that sounds like you, this episode is for you today because I want to hopefully help you to break up with a version of that story. Let's first start with understanding your attraction to stress and or at least challenges. You know, for me, the challenge itself was like a spark within me, an adrenaline rush, especially when I felt kind of like I was idling, you know, like dormant, a part of me. And it would operate like a pull. It would just pull me toward where I want to go, the feeling I wanted and I desperately desired. And I had to sit with myself for a while. Like, why do I feel so inclined to support others when I should be holding space for myself? And that's something you should ask yourself. Why do you feel that pull? And yet it's so difficult for you to do, do that for yourself because that pull, that spark, it's addictive. And it feels like something that keeps us feeling vibrant and alive and capable in the midst of a season of doubt sometimes. Like it's this whisper of belief, this whisper of alignment that we're looking for when we're struggling to hold on to something within ourselves, you know? And I think it's treachery. I think it's one of those things that can be very deceitful. It's, it's seductive and it can blind us into this season of stress, a toll that you don't even realize you're taking, right? Like until you wake up and you're on the other side of it in this dark place, you have no clue how you got there. The danger in that high capacity stress threshold that you have, that story you tell yourself, is the fact that it does have this like never ending exhilaration and it's coming from this altruistic place, this place of wanting to do well and help and serve. When we chase one challenge after another in that capacity, thinking that it will always be as thrilling as the first, but in reality, it often leads to that cycle of burnout. And it's one I, th I don't think people talk about enough, the helper burnout, you know, the support burnout. When you are someone who genuinely wants to help, it's not like you're trying to grind and hustle and all the things. It's just you're responsible for people or you're committed to some people and you feel committed to them. And you have to push through certain things so that you can support them. Keep in mind that it's not about avoiding supporting other people when you're struggling. I, I don't think you should avoid the challenge altogether. It's rather about understanding my aim here is to help you to understand the potential risks that you may be subjecting yourself to when, you, when you're willingly disregarding that internal speed bump that's alerting you like, hey, we're going too far, going too far, going too far, you know? You're disregarding yourself. You're training yourself and conditioning yourself to disregard your needs. You remember, I've shared in this show that it's really important to recognize what you need and give yourself permission to listen to yourself so you can raise the level of awareness and have confidence in communicating 
where you are and what you need so that you can, you know, deal with it and move on to that next level and you can ascend to that next level. In the initial uh, excitement of all of this, um, you know it's something that you might feel challenged with. You might notice your energy dwindling a little bit, right? Like your sleep is disrupted. You got something on your mind. You're spiraling a little bit. The relationships around you may feel a little strained. Eventually it goes deeper, but the original like early stages feels like that. And you train yourself to disregard that. And that's the internal speed bump, right? That maybe I'm pushing beyond my level of support at this time. And it's one of those things, like I said before, it takes a toll on your physical, your mental, emotional state, and it leads to that exhaustion. You don't even realize it's exhausting yourself. And that's a threat. That is a threat to your next level. It's a threat to those that self-confidence and the dreams and all that you need to get you through to the next level. Well-intended, well-intended desires that we have to support other people, but we rarely are able to see how our ego sometimes is leading us in these conversations or this deep desire we have to feel good in the moment and justify supporting someone beyond what we're capable of doing. I don't want to make it seem as if I'm saying we should blame ourselves for wanting to push boundaries. It's just about acknowledging that sometimes the path that we thought would lead us one way can also be a form of self-sabotage. Like you think it's going to lead you and help you to feel better, but you may be creating the worse, right? And my goal in this episode is just to help you to gain a clear understanding and perspective of the true cost of that relentless pursuit of supporting beyond your stress threshold. So let's talk a little bit about the belief of an unlimited capacity. I have often seen myself as the superwoman. If you're someone listening to this, you may resonate with this. Like you can take on a lot. You know, I've had people in my family, people around me who have told me like, they don't worry about me. We don't worry about you. That's not a compliment, by the way. But it makes you develop the sense of self, the sense of identity that you are unbreakable, you know, that you can take on anything, that you are immune to stressors. But the truth is no one, even us super women, can carry the weight of the world forever. You know, it's this illusion that we've accepted about an unlimited capacity. And I know uh, at least for me, is created from this desire to be the rock, to be the person who offers unwavering support and championing so many other people. When I've come from, you know, circumstances or situations where I wish I had someone like me, so I would make it my mission to be that for other people and disregard myself. And you convince yourself that you should be able to handle it all because you are who you are, and that saying yes to everything someone else needs, the people you want to support, that's a sign of virtue, right? Like that is something that is the cost of admission for being that superwoman. But as you really dig deeper into that, you realize it's another false ideal. You know, it's another 
thing you convince yourself to believe, a narrative, a story you've sold yourself on that will self-sabotage you and it will lead to exhaustion and the burnout and neglect and the threat to your next level. And I think it's important for you to recognize that illusion in, in a way that doesn't diminish your strength. I have this awareness in myself and you still feel just as strong and capable because I understand that even the strongest people need moments of rest and rejuvenation so that you can be as strong as you need to be for the people who matter to you. It's about letting go of this unrealistic expectation that you must be impervious to stress. I know that there's probably experiences that you've had in your life where you are aware of this in your thresholds, but I also know that there are blind spots to this if you have that identity of someone who holds space in this way. A blind spot that you may, may not even realize that you're challenging the threshold right now. And a lot of times, unfortunately, you don't realize it until after you've, after you've pushed beyond that threshold. It's like walking this tightrope right? Like a tightrope and you have no blind, you have on a blindfold and you can't see. And you are constantly trying to negotiate with your ability to balance your own weight and balance yourself on this rope and not know if you're going in the right direction or do the right thing until all of a sudden you realize that you can't handle it, that you can't balance it. And you've overextended yourself and you say yes to weight that you actually can't carry. And then you crash, right? And I don't want you to get there. I want you to wake up and realize that those internal speed bumps, those little tiny indicators, right? That sleeplessness, that mind just roaming and running and the stressors in some relationships, they're indicators that you are at a capacity. And I don't know what conversation you have with yourself that follows that indicator, that makes you still proceed in that direction. But I just want to help you to see that the belief in unlimited capacity is a mirage. It's not real. And when you come to face the idea that you are human and you're subject to vulnerability and you're subject to limitation, it's going to empower you to say no, right? And realizing that saying no, creating boundaries, saying I need to prioritize what I need in this moment, even to the people who matter to you. I'm not even talking about people who don't matter to you. I'm talking about the ones you've committed yourself to. This isn't a sign of weakness. This is just a testament to your self-awareness, your growth. And this is all about your next level you, right? It's about acknowledging that you are not perfect and that there are boundaries that should be respected. And learning to navigate those boundaries and challenges and conversations in a courageous way with your eyes wide open and understand that when you do so, you are truly understanding your true capacity and ensuring that you don't subject yourself to burnout before you give yourself a fair shot at your next level.
Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you had any moments of breakthrough, any aha moments, if you just enjoyed this content, it would be a blessing to me if you could leave that feedback in the show by wherever you're listening to the show, leave a five-star review, drop a comment, let me know what resonated with you. As a thank you, I'd love to give you access to my workshop, Navigating Ambition Without Mom Guilt. All you have to do is do one of two things. Either send me a DM, screenshot the Uh, on your stories, tag me at Courage Hackers on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about it. Screenshot your review and I'll DM you back or send me an email. The email is in the description box. Screenshot your review, send it to me in the email and I am going to offer you a little thank you gift. Thank you again for listening to the show.